back and relax Or you can sit on a tap Cause it's a half hour radio show Oh, you can open a beer And pour it right in your ear Cause it's a half hour radio show You can turn the TV off Read a book by Nabokov Please look to the left and cough Now to the right Now to the left Oh, you can sit on a chair Stand on your head on the stairs Cause it's a half hour radio show Get up, sit down, look left and right And then just sit back Hang up the phone, shut off the kids And go get a snack This show's no worse than falling for a nuclear attack It's a half hour radio Now on the radio Half hour radio show Hello, I'm Jeff Crow. And I'm Tom Curley. And welcome to a half hour radio show. Yes, welcome. And we want to tell you that we've got a great show planned for you. That's right. We'll be visiting with the old salt, Amos P. Graveleg, for some more tips for fishermen. We'll also be answering more questions from dogs all around the country when we ask Dr. Dog. Starring Dr. George A. Dog. Who, as we all know by now, was... We interrupt this program to bring you the following special news bulletin. Flash! Whoa! Hold it right there, Flash! We, we just, uh, pardon? What do you think you're doing? Uh, doing? I, I'm interrupting this program exactly. to... Exactly. You who, are interrupting our show. Who are you? Well, me? I, I'm the special events announcer. How and did I, you get in here? Oh, get in? Well, Do I, we know you? Uh, know me, but... Did we hire uh, you? Well, no, but... Did we ask you to come in here? Well, no, well, no but... Then get out of here. <laughs> but, but... No buts. Get out. But I have to read this bullet! Oh, no, you don't! Here, but... give me that! But... He said no buts! Out! Boy! Can you believe that? Unbelievable. The nerve of some people just barging in here like that. Where did he come from? I don't know. Somebody must have left the door to the station unlocked. I should probably go check. Yeah, good idea. What did he want to read, anyway? I don't know. Let me look. Hmm. It says... Scientists at the Mount Jennings Observatory have reported observing unidentified flashes that seem to be originating from the surface of Mars. Further details will hold be... Hold that, hold that, hold it. Give me that. I thought so. Oh, come on. You really expected me to fall for this? What are you talking about? What am I talking about? I asked you first. Don't be cute. You set this whole thing up. Set what whole thing up? This! The announcer, the bulletin, flashes from I'll Mars. I'll try this again. What are you talking about? I'm talking about what we talked about before the show. What did we talk about before the show? About not doing this. What are we not doing? We are not doing this. Okay, okay, I'll try one more time. Tell me what you are talking about, or I'm going to kill you. I'm talking about... The War of the Worlds. The War of the Worlds? Yes, the War of the Worlds. All week you wanted to do a recreation of the War of the Worlds, right? Well, yes, but... But we decided against it, remember? Of course I remember. You convinced me that we shouldn't do the War of the Worlds. What does that have to do with any of this? Oh, come on. We're interrupted by a special bulletin. The bulletin is that flashes of light have been seen on Mars at the Mount Jennings Observatory. Come on, I know the story. You know the story. Everybody knows the story. You think I did this? No. I think we're really about to be invaded by little green men from Mars. I didn't have anything to do with this. Right. No, really, I didn't. You didn't let that announcer. No. Right? You didn't write this bulletin. No. No? No. Oh. Well, well, how did that guy get in here? I've already told you. I don't know. Why don't you go outside and check and see if the door is locked, like you said you were going to do three pages ago? Oh, well, uh, all right. Uh, well, look, I'll be right back. Wonderful. <clears throat> uh, hi, folks. You're listening to a half-hour radio show, and we'll be back right after this. How would you like to buy a $200,000 house for only $15? How would you like to own a beautiful new Porsche for only a buck and a half? Every day, all around the country, 
thieves are stealing cars, boats, home electronics, and much, much more. Because of this, they are willing to sell these items to you at prices that are well below wholesale. A man in New York recently purchased a 100-foot yacht for a quarter. So call now for the Action Guide to Stolen Goods. That's the Action Guide to Stolen Goods. And here's your announcer to tell you how to order. Call 1-800-I'M-A-FENCE. That's 1-800-I'M-A-FENCE. Or go to the dead end of Dudley and Delancey Street in the dead of night, knock on the third door and ask for Louie. All major cash accepted. Hi, we're back here on a half-hour radio show, and we'll be getting right back to our regular features just as soon as my partner gets back. In the meantime, we can listen to a little bit of the music of Ramon Raquello and his orchestra. I caught you! What? I caught you! Give me that! What, what, what are you doing? The music of Ramon Raquello! I don't believe you! What's wrong with the music of Ramon Raquello? I was just filling time until you got back. Right! You just happened to fill time with the music that just happens to be played in The War of the Worlds! Look, I don't want to do The War of the Worlds. It's been done a million times! I didn't do it on purpose. The record just happened to be in the studio. Ramon Raquello just happened to be in the studio? Oh, come on! I mean... We interrupt this program for the following special bulletin. Flash. Out! Out! No! What? Out! I thought you locked the door. I did. Then how does he keep getting in here? I don't know, but maybe they're crawling into the ventilation shaft. I suppose. What was he going to read this time? I don't know. He dropped it on the floor. Wait a minute. Let me get it. Let's see. It says... Reports are coming in of sightings of UFOs in our immediate area. Ah, oh, come How on. many times do I have to tell you I didn't have anything to do with it? Sure. And I bet you're not going to have anything to do with our next report that's probably going to say flying saucers have just landed in Grover's Mill, New Jersey. No, I won't. I've never even been to Grover's Mill, New Jersey. Count your blessings. Now, look, I mean... What the hell is that? Uh... A cheap sound effect, I hope? Nope. Come over here. Look outside. Uh, okay. Uh, holy... Do you see what I see? You mean that, that glowing, blinking, spinning object that's hovering about a thousand feet in the air like an escaped special effect from a Steven Spielberg movie? Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, come on, quit kidding around. Look at that. What is it? Well, I, I, I hate to say this, but it, it looks like... A, a flying, flying saucer? saucer? And it looks like it's going to land? But, 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 but it, 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 it's supposed to land in Grover's Mill, New Jersey. Looks like it's going to land on the roof. But, but we're nowhere near Grover's Mill, New Jersey. At least I, I don't think we're anywhere near Grover's Mill, New Jersey. Uh, if you just tuned in, folks, this is a half-hour radio show, and a large, unidentified flying object seems to have just landed on our roof. Of course, now that I think about it, I'm not even sure exactly where Grover's Mill, New Jersey is. And we'll be right back right after this word. Hello. Are you one of those busy yet culturally aware people who would like to attend the classical theater but don't because it's too expensive? Do you feel that Shakespeare is basically long and boring and nobody really understands what anybody is saying anyway? Well, if you are one of those people, then we have just the thing for you. Staticus, a division of the Long John Sump Pump and Bassinet Society, is offering you the next in our No Time for the Classic series. No Time for Shakespeare. Yes, on just two albums, you will hear the complete works of William Shakespeare. How do we do it? Simple. 
We perform them really fast. You'll hear Hamlet. Take the speech, I pray you. I've pronounced it to you trivially on the tongue. King Lear. How fair, Your Majesty? You do me wrong to take me out of the grave. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, Romeo, Romeo. Wherefore art thou, Romeo? And much, much more. Remember, that's no time for Shakespeare. And here's your announcer to tell you how to order. Dial 1-900-SHAKESPEARE! That's 1-900-SHAKESPEARE! And remember, the quality of mercy is not spoiled, because we add BHT to preserve freshness! Uh, hi folks, am I on? Hi folks, we're back here on a half-hour radio show, and if you just tuned in, we are currently on the roof of this radio station, where what appears to be an actual, honest-to-God, flying saucer has just landed. This is the, the, the ship doesn't seem to be doing anything at the moment. This is it, unbelievable. The ship is, is well, saucer-shaped, with a, a series of glowing lights ringing the circumference. I can't believe this is happening! Um, an honest-to-God uh, close the, encounter with the third there, kind there doesn't live seem on to be our show! Anybody else around here ex- except us. No police, no press. Of course there's nobody else here! They're all in Grover's Mill, New Jersey, waiting for this thing. Yeah, well, I I suppose, but... Hang on, I'll be right back. Whoa, whoa, wait, where are you going? Uh, I gotta get equipment. We've gotta try to communicate with this thing. We're still on the air, what do I do? Uh, uh, I gotta uh, play this week's episode of Ask Dr. Dog. I'll be right back. Time again for Ask Dr. Dog, the show that gives the answers dogs want to hear. With noted canine American researcher, Dr. George A. Dog, let's Ask Dr. Dog. Hi again, and welcome to Ask Dr. Dog. (laughs) Dr. Dog says hi. As you know, on Ask Dr. Dog, we answer the questions that you dogs out there have written in. Okay, today's question comes from a spaniel in Des Moines who writes, Dear Dr. Dog, my people have developed the strangest habit. Whenever I do something wrong, one of them will yell, I'm going to get the paper, and then they start beating themselves on the leg with a rolled up newspaper. They'll continue doing this until I stop whatever I'm doing. Now, the noise alone is driving me crazy, but I'm also afraid they're going to hurt themselves. How can I get them to stop? And it's signed, peeved at being paper trained in Des Moines. Well, Dr. Dog, is there anything he can do? (coughs) Dr. Dog says he doesn't know why humans beat themselves. But you're not alone. Almost every dog I've barked to has seen the same strange behavior. But there is a way to get them to stop. Every time they beat themselves on the leg with a rolled up newspaper, bare your teeth and growl real loud at them. As far as we know, the noise scares them and they stop whatever they're doing. You've been listening to Ask Dr. Dog. Okay. If you're a dog who has a problem, don't just growl about it. Send in your question to Ask Dr. Dog in care of this station. Uh, hi. We're back here on a half-hour radio show, and if you just joined us, we are on the roof of this radio station where, Best believe it or not, one, two, a flying three, saucer check, has just check. landed. One, two, and, one, two. What are you check. doing? What? Uh, I'm setting up this equipment. Yeah, I can one, see two, that. One, two, what three, is it that one, you're two. setting up? Uh, I got a digital synthesizer here, a high-powered amplifier, speaker stacks. I got the works. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to communicate. What? Yeah? We are the first people on this planet to actually meet aliens from outer space. Now, we gotta find a way to talk to them. We have to find a way to bridge the vast communication gap that must exist between our two species. Why don't we just knock on the door and say hello? Oh, man, you, you don't you ever go to the movies? You just don't walk up to a spaceship, knock on the door and say, Hi, how's it hanging? I wouldn't say, Hi, how's it hanging to anybody? Look. You've got to talk to them in universal symbols. Universal symbols? Right. Universal symbols. You know, like ma- like mathematics and like music. 
Just knock on the door and say hello. Hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm almost set up. Uh, uh. Ah, beautiful. Here we go. Here we go. It doesn't seem to be working. Shh. Be patient. Be patient. Maybe they don't like jazz. Shut up. Uh, I'll try to knock it lower. I can't believe this. We're live on the radio with a close encounter of the third kind, and you're playing Name That Tune. Wait, 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 wait. I think it's working. Something's happening. Quiet. It's answering. Listen. It's responding. It's working. It's playing. Hello, Dolly? Hello, Dolly? Right. We're being visited by the extraterrestrial road company of Hello, Dolly. Well, well at least it responded. Wonderful. How, how do we get it to shut up? Are you tired of reading all those words in the New York Times? Do the graphs and charts in the Wall Street Journal leave you dizzy? Does USA Today go into too much detail? Well, now you have a choice. You can continue to bog your life down with those heavy, long-winded papers or lighten your load with Da News. Da News prints the same stories as all those other papers. We just do it in simpler language and with pop-up pictures, too. Now you can see how that gunman robbed that bank in 3D. What's even better, our Sunday comics are now pop-up too. Ah. Just think of how easy it'll be to understand the top stories when you can see them right before your eyes, and many of our figures actually move. Since we only cover the top three stories for the day, it's a breeze to get through Da News, the only paper for busy illiterates, available at Da News stands everywhere. Pop it up today. got their attention? I think I broke my hand. Ow. Damn. Jeez. <laughs> ah! That scared the hell out of me. Look, it's opening. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the, the ship appears to be opening. A door-like structure has appeared on the outer surface of the saucer. The sound it is making is hard to describe. It, it's sort of like... Like, like, it, like somebody opening a big empty mayonnaise jar in a toilet. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, well, the, the door is continuing to open. Uh, continuing to make that big, empty mayonnaise jar in the toilet sound, and now the, the door is open. Uh, hello in there? Nobody, hello? or should I say no thing, has hello? as of yet emerged from the ship. Hi, hi in there, Klaatu uh, Barada Necto. Wait, wait, I see motion. Something or things are, are emerging from the ship. This is uh, great. They're coming real aliens the, live on our show. The, the aliens seem to be basically humanoid. There are three of them. Uh, one is about half the size of the other two, perhaps indicating uh, that it may be a child of their species. Let's see over atop this one. I love it. Uh, 
I'm, I'm going to take the, the microphone over closer now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and hopefully we will be able to talk to them. Uh, you are listening to a half-hour radio show, and we are about to be the first radio show in history to communicate with beings from another planet. History will no doubt record this first contact. They're, they're turning their heads toward me. They, they see me now. I, I think one is about to speak. Listen. We're lost. We are not lost. No, we are not there yet, and we are not lost. Uh, excuse me. We're lost. Are we there yet? No, we are not there yet. You've waited 95 light years. You can wait a few more blocks. That's it. Raise your audio level to the child because we're lost. We are not lost. Uh, excuse me, but I... Why can't you just use a navigation computer like everyone else? Why can't you just stop and ask someone for directions? We are not lost. Are we there yet? No, we are not there yet. And if you don't stop saying that, I'm going to put you back in the suspended animation tank. Uh, excuse me. Hello, we come in... All right. If you are too proud to ask simple directions, I'll do it myself. Hello, creature. Can you tell us how to get to work? Uh, we come in peace. Pardon, are you talking to me? Of course I'm talking to you, two eyes. How do we get to the planet Earth? Earth? Well, you're on Earth. This is the planet Earth. You're kidding. I told you we were not lost. I wanna go home. This is the planet Earth? Yes, uh, yes, it is. It looked better in the brochure. I'm sorry. I wanna go home. Donahue was going to love these guys. Uh, listen, this is the planet Earth, and we would like to welcome you. I want to go I home. suppose that now that you're here, you'll want us to take you to your uh, our leader. Negative. We want you to take us to your mall. Our what? Our mall? Affirmative. Your mall. To be specific, we are trying to locate a shopping mall in the vicinity of Secaucus, New Jersey. What happened to Grover's Mill? You traveled 95 light years to visit a shopping mall in Secaucus, New Jersey? Affirmative. Uh, excuse me, but why would you want to go to a shopping mall in Secaucus, New Jersey? 70% off on Reeboks! And they taste good. Oh. 70%? No kidding. Why did you come here? Because it is a commonly known fact that this planet has more shopping malls than any other place in the galaxy. Oh. Okay, I guess if that's what you want, we can go to the mall. Uh, half hour radio show will be right back after this word. Well, first I'd buy me a set of them there pasties. You know the ones made out of that glitter type material in silver with long, shiny blue tassels. And next I'd buy a pair of black silk stockings with them there rhinestones running up the sides. And I'd be sure to get a pair of those spike heels and maybe one of those fancy lace little goddess. And then... Finally, I'd want a boa made out of long, long feathers to run up and down my body. And once I had all those fancy duds, I'd buy Harry's House of Exotic Dancers and make myself the headline act for Saturday night. Then my husband couldn't ignore me anymore. The lottery. All you need is a dollar and a dumb, stupid dream. Sugar, it's me, your little Billie Jean. Hi, we're back on a half-hour radio show, and if you've just tuned in, we are currently in a shopping mall somewhere near Secaucus, New Jersey, with three aliens from outer space who have visited our planet to shop. You know, this isn't working out quite exactly the way H.G. Wells planned it. This is a nice mall you've got here. Uh, thank you. Two levels. Yes, I think so. 
Yes. It does. Has two levels, no waiting. And you know what else? Each one of those levels has one of those little kiosks where they can make duplicates of your car keys. I love those places. I thought you would. Uh, excuse me, but what happened to your wife and child? They wandered off. My wife will buy clothing. My child will look for a video game. It is our way. You know, life in the galaxy is frightfully similar. You can say that again. Well, what do we do now? I don't know. I got it. Why don't we buy one of those phony newspapers with the tacky headlines? Be serious. We're still on the air. No, 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 no. I can see it now. Aliens land on a half-hour radio show. They came. They saw. They shot. Veni, vidi, caveat emptor. Oh, very funny. Now look. My wife unit is returning. I see that she has purchased some of your native clothing. Uh, yes, I see her. She seems to have purchased, uh... Looks like a pair of Reeboks. Yeah, they definitely are Reeboks. She's wearing a pair of Reeboks on her head. Hello, dear. How do you like my native clothing? It looks lovely, dear. Very chic. Here, I brought something for you, too. This is very nice. What is it? They're Nikes, big guy. Should I put them on? Why not? How do they look? They look very chic. I don't believe this. You don't believe what? That we're standing here, live on the air, in a shopping mall in Secaucus, New Jersey, with two aliens wearing aerobic shoes on their heads? What is there not to believe? I don't believe this. Yeah, uh, excuse me, sir, um, are you with these two? Yeah, well, sort of, but don't spread it around. Well, there's a kid that looks just like them in the video arcade. So? So, there's a bunch of kids in there who think he's a new video game, and they're trying to play him. Oh, my God! Yeah, the kid's been shooting at them with some kind of laser gun. Oh, no! Uh, look, hey, we'll be right back, folks. In, in the meantime, let's listen to episode five of Sterling Bronson, Space Engineer, which all of a sudden doesn't seem so impossible anymore. This is the story of the United Federated Organization ship Sloan as it and its crew of contentious cosmonauts blunder aimlessly through interstellar, intergalactic, and interlocutory space. It's five-year mission to go where nobody has bothered to go before. Our story so far is absolutely ridiculous. Look, let's make it simple. The sloth didn't have a mission, but Captain Clerk eavesdropped on the telephone call to Starbase Command and got a mission anyway, which is to negotiate with an alien race called the Romulans who negotiate by drinking, and the first negotiators who fall under the table lose and get turned into scotch. And Clerk wants Sterling Brunson, the chief engineer of the sloth, to sober up so he can get drunk and negotiate. But Chief Science Officer Spook thinks that is a dumb idea, and now Dr. Femur is calling sick pay for Soberalls, a pill that absorbs over 27 times its weight in alcohol to keep Clerk, Spook, and Brunson sober. And this is Nurse Goody, who has a thing for Spook, who is greenish with pointy ears. Nurse Goody speaks. Look! My Spook is sick! My dear sweet Spook! Hang on, my dearest! I am rushing to your side! Stop! In a minute you rush! First you get the pill! Will I cure him? How sick is he? Is he very sick? Is he very, very sick? Is he going to die? I don't know! My Spook is going to die! He's not going to die! He's going to drink! He says he and the captain have to drink a lot and not get drunk so they can save the galaxy. If that makes no sense to you, that's okay because it makes no sense to me. Now, bring up the pills. Yes, doctor. Let's see, soberalls, soberalls. Now, where did I put those pills? 
Oh, here they are. No, here they're not. Here they are. You know, if Spook didn't take the overalls, he'd probably get tanked. No, no. He's the first officer and he's going on an important mission. But Spook might loosen up a little if he was a little tipsy. <laughs> no, no, the whole galaxy may depend on my Spooky. But a chance like this comes along only once in a lifetime. What's more important, the fate of a galaxy or a hot date with Mr. Spook? Hello down there, Nurse Temple. Are you there? Huh? Oh, yes, Dr. Femur. Well, you're supposed to be up here with my pills. Now step on it. Coming, Doctor. Once again, following the totally elusive logic of sending the top officers of the sloth into peril when almost any replaceable red-shirted expert could do the job just as well and not be missed if they didn't, Clerk, Smoke, and Bronson are beamed down to rub elbows, tilt glasses, and toast the ship away with the creme de la creme of Romanland interstellar society. Will Spook remember which fork to use? Will Clerk remember to use a fork? Will Bronson insist on haggis? Did anybody remember the overalls? Find out on the next Catchinatory eludible episode of... Sterling Bronson, Space Engineer! Hi folks, we're back here on a half-hour radio show, and right now we're in a video arcade in New Jersey trying to rescue an alien child. Son, are you alright? Oh, wow, far out, man. This game is rad. Totally rad. And it's like three-dimensional. Awesome. Hey, like, I'm having a hard time putting these quarters in, man. Kick it, man. Hey, dude, like, what's the game firing at you with? I don't know, some kind of laser ray. Yeah, it's like totally real, man. Yeah, and it even hurts. Yeah? Let me try. Help! Oh, wow. Oh, real pain. Awesome. Totally awesome. Okay, okay, that's enough, you two. I, he, I mean, it's with me. Now, just run along. Hey, what do you mean? Like, who died and made you king, yeah, man? Yeah, man, like we were here first. Uh, I'll handle this. Hey, hey, look over there. Isn't that uh, Paula Abdul next to the Mr. Cookie booth? Paula Abdul? Awesome. Oh, wow, let's go oh, check man, out Paula Abdul. That oh, was man. a close one. Nah, not really. You just have to know how to speak their language. Excuse me, Earthling. Jeez, don't do that. You scared the hell out of me. Sorry. Well, we got your child back. Thank, Thank you very much. much. We, we have had an enjoyable day. day. However, now, now we must rest. Rest? Oh, sure, okay. I, I can suggest a, a couple of good motels. That, that will not be necessary. necessary. We, we have found rooms here at the mall. At the mall? There aren't any motel rooms at the mall. We do not wish to motel. We wish to rest. And there is a large room clearly labeled rest at the other end of the mall. Rest? I think he means the rest room. Affirmative. Thank you for your assistance, Brookman. We should keep in touch. Maybe do lunch, take a meeting, love you, babe. And I mean that. Yeah, sure. Well, as we say on our planet, Shalom. Shalom? I see you say that on your planet also. Uh, no. Well, yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, hey, look, you can't go in the restroom, really. Forget it. You're just wasting your time. They can't stay overnight in the restroom. I wonder which one they'll pick. 
answers that question. Well, that's all the time we've got for a half-hour radio show. We'd like to thank all the people that helped make our show. Sue Zizza, Pat Rusgis, Rich Radabelli, Doug Oaken, Ken Feta, Bob Elfano, Lori, that girl that said ooh, my partner Jeff Krause, I'm Tom Curley, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. See, see you next time. Do you remember where we parked? No. Me neither. Oh. <laughs> I think that was a <laughs>